0: I hate getting up in the mornings. If I could, I would snuggle in bed all day long. But that is a luxury I cannot afford, so I am forced to take decisive action. Step one. I have equipped myself with the world's noisiest alarm clock. This thing can probably wake the dead, and I have set it to unleash its unholy racket at six o'clock on the dot. Rather than keep it by the bedside, though, and this is step two, I place it on the opposite side of the room, out of arm's reach, so that I can't simply silence it with a swat and sink back into my lovely warm duvet. Instead, when I can stand the din no longer, when my ears are on the point of bleeding, I groan, heave myself up from my nest and make a dash across a freezing cold room to switch it off. Mission accomplished. It is a rude awakening. But that seems to be the story of my life at the moment. I still can't quite believe that I'm living back at home with mum and dad at the age of 23, six years after I moved out. I have been back for a few weeks now, but it still takes me by surprise to wake up and realise I'm in my childhood bedroom in my parents' farmhouse and that my fiancé Stephen, is not here with me. My room has not changed much since I was last here. The same books line the shelves and my rosettes are still pinned to the walls. I half expect to see my teenage self sitting on a beanbag, nose in a dog training manual. The walls themselves have had a lick of paint since then, but I can see a ghost of the garish orange I opted for in a moment of ill-judged teenage rebellion. I have to smile. It was truly frightful. But my smile quickly fades as the present reality sinks in. The room may be the same, But the girl in it is not. I'm back here because I said goodbye to the man I have been with for the past four years. The man I was going to marry. I just packed up my bags and left. The first thing everyone wants to know is, why? I don't know. I tell them feebly. I just felt that something was missing. And that's about the long and short of it. I just couldn't ignore the cloud that pursued me like an ominous forewarning. Nothing was particularly wrong between Stephen and me. I wasn't exactly unhappy. I just knew in my heart that it wasn't the life I was supposed to be living and that nothing would work out unless I tried to find out what was missing. I feel so bad about it all. I know everyone thinks it was a stupid, rash, selfish thing to do and they're probably right, but I know deep down that I am doing the right thing. It's October, and the view from the window, overcast sky, grey drizzle falling, is not exactly cheering, but the thought of the dogs waiting to be let out lifts up my spirits and spurs me to drag on some clothes and head downstairs. Bess is still asleep in the kitchen. Once upon a time she would greet me with mad barks of joy but now she merely looks up, flaps her tail once and goes back to sleep. She is another one I hurt by leaving but that was a long time ago. She was my first dog, my best friend but when I wasn't there any more, she transferred her doting affections to mum and I think of her as mum's dog now. Things between us will never be the same again but they are improving. When I first came home, she couldn't bear to be in the same room as me. Now she will tolerate my presence as long as I don't make a fuss. At work, it is a different story. Out in the fields, we still have the same connection we always did. My first real hello is waiting for me outside. Fly, Roy and Alfie. Fly is as good as her name. She jumps with joy the moment she sees me. She can reach my full height and can even clear the six-foot run her kennel is in, though she would never do so unless I called for her. Roy is more reserved and only wants a pat before heading off to make sure he has marked everything in sight. Alfie is eager for attention, doing his full body wag, banging repeatedly against my legs in an effort to steal the limelight. I let them run around for a bit, but at my command, they all leap into my battered Ford pickup. It is not the most glamorous set of wheels, but it is reliable, and the back has been separated into compartments to minimise opportunities for doggy confrontations. A godsend now that we spend up to three hours a day on the road.